0: Today on the Mike O'Mara Show.
1: She's a 10 here for Kevin Arnold, but right. when she gets a Scottsdale within, I would say, let's say eight weeks, her self-esteem would be so beat down that you actually have a shot. Oh, I see. Yeah. So there's many factors at play. How do you play? think I got Shannon? There's no That's chance true. if she was here, I would have gotten her, but uh, I got her in Arizona when I she was already was, beaten down. thought it was heat stroke. No, no, no. <laughs> so Mad, many Maddie, factors. what would you think of that math?
2: It added up, I think. <laughs>
1: It's uh, ch- uh, Chad slash Mike. Uh, definitely drab at the bot- bottom. I'm in the middle somewhere. Right, right. I'll no, take, you're I'll second. Take, you're I'm, second. I'm, I'm, I'm second. Yeah, you're, really above really you're
3: above me. You're yeah. above me.
4: but, but I'm, I'm, a, I'm not a people pleaser. But I do really like everyone.
3: So Wait, stressed, you're not. Though. You're not pleasing me right now. That's for sure. <laughs> um.
0: All that and more. The Mike O'Mara Show starts now. Mike O'Mara Radio Entertainment. <laughs> Today's episode of the Mike O'Mara Show is brought to you by our bonus packages. Please go to MikeO'MaraShow.com and click on the bonus banner. You'll get access to all of our bonus content, and even better, you'll be helping out TMOS. So please, quit sucking, and we thank you. Available on demand every day in iTunes and the Google Play Store and around the world on MikeO'MaraShow.com. What more can we do for you? It's the Mike O'Mara show.
3: Well, here we are, rested, well refreshed, and mm. ready to go mm. on a Friday mm. at the Mike O'Mara show. Mike is not
1: here today. He was here yesterday. He was here yesterday. He was there yesterday. He's got a certain type of energy when Mike O'Mara comes through here. <laughs> is it still uh, lingering? No, it was. It was. This is. It's. It's. Uh, what's the best way to put it? It's not like when Dad comes. It's okay. like. Okay. So Mike's. Uh, look, I know he's my business partner and your business partner, but right. he's still our boss, right? Sure. He's the man in So charge. it's having your friend who you know doesn't want to be there and also your boss there. Right. That dynamic just draws like some really positive and fun energy and yes. then dark energy and then fun energy. At the yes. tail end, after we were done with the show, Like seeing Carla and, and little Michael, I, Shannon actually said it best. She's like, I wish they lived... They live closer because they're they're so fun and, and they have such great energy, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mike alone, I can't say that. Yeah. But, <laughs> but but together, Carla, Michael, and Mike. I mean, sure. that's 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 a ten out of ten.
3: Well, since we couldn't have Mike in today, we wanted to bring in somebody we could talk to. I know, you know, we and you and I can't fill the four hours. No, four hours like we're on the radio. Anyway, our talking head comes to us, Mike. I'm sorry, Oscar. From Scottsdale, Arizona. He got up this morning before daylight. Nice. To join us. We Thank appreciate you. it. Say hi to Mike.
1: Open high. Mike. Another for Mike. Us. Another Mike. How What's you doing? Oh, I'm
4: doing great. so much for having me on.
1: Like of uh, uh, the Phoenix area Scottsdale, God bless you, you made the right decisions in life. I don't know if um the overall population is as you know, we have ties back in uh, in Scottsdale's yeah' what Phoenix. Is your history what is your history thumbnail it for us with with Arizona. oh so um uh, Big Owen Dukes, uh, we were on KZON uh, for a good, I would say, nine months, ten months. We 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 murdered, uh, we took names, and then they quickly said, we're going to flip this format because all you guys do is kill radio stations. And yes. then they moved us back to D.C. Big Owen Dukes is kind of like the cat in the nursing home, isn't it? When yeah. It, when it decides I,
3: to lay on someone's
1: lap, the person dies. We are station killers. Um, yes. <laughs> now, that being said, uh, probably the the best... Sub calendar year, if it was a year, best year of my life I've ever had in Phoenix, Arizona, Scottsdale area. It was fantastic. Now, a lot has changed as of late. Uh, we've gone back uh, a handful of times, Chad and I have, and um, but but still, you can't beat the idea of sitting outside and enjoying what is essentially winter. Yes, but a mild summer when you're in mm-hmm. Phoenix. Well, I know this, that when I uh,
3: connected with Mike this week, I said, uh, it's really nice of you to uh, offer to be a talking head. And he's got a great backstory and good stuff to talk about. But I said, you know, with the time difference, you're going to have to get up at 5 a.m. He says, I have to get up that way anyway, because it's the only time it's cool enough to walk my dog.
1: We forget that people actually... uh have regular jobs for a living or have right. responsibility. Mm-hmm. If I had to wake up early to take my dog out, I probably would. But sure. I would not be, ah, no worries, guys. I'm up anyways because I love my dog. Right, exactly. What about the night? The evening's nice and cool, right? Why in the morning?
4: Actually, the evenings are way hotter here. They actually. are? Unfortunately, yeah.
1: Damn but, it. Damn it. Uh,
4: well, actually, that's not true. If I stay up till midnight, it definitely cools off by
1: then. But. Fair, fair, fair. Yeah. So, Mike, yeah. uh, how did you discover the show?
4: Uh, actually it's through you, Oscar, through Big O Dukes. Salute. And uh, yeah, I came on very early though. Um, my friend introduced me to Big O Dukes and the whole like DC terrestrial radio scene right after the station flipped. So WJFK like happens and then I get into Big O Dukes, and then I started feverishly downloading episodes, and then I like was doing some Googling and it said, Oh, Oscar Santana's paired up with Mike O'Mara, and I'm like, Well, Mike O'Mara, holy Yeah. Then I started listening to this podcast, pretty much around like Pearl Harbor when it started. The whole old cast. I felt the
1: same way when Mike asked me to to sit in. I said, "Look, man, let's give this two weeks. I don't want to be, you know, the odd man out, which I still am, technically." Uh, But no, I would. I would. Pony. Pony's the odd man out. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I, I, it's it's it was like one of the kindest things he's ever done, and it was like a blood pact where if it's not working in two weeks, then I'll just go and do something else, and you guys enjoy the show. Uh, thank you for for mentioning Big Owen Dukes. I just saw the guys last night, and the idea that we were on such a big superstition, maybe even some of the listeners we that listen now, the newer listeners— and maybe younger listeners, there used to be a radio station that had all of these shows on one station. It was literally the kind of
3: station that when you turned your car on in the morning, you had it on, and it was still on when you went home at night. It was an amazing, amazing I, I remember- But I love that Mike jumped on after they flipped for. He's like the guy that watched Lost after yeah. it got canceled.
1: <laughs> I did the same thing, so I really can't hate on Mike for that. Well, I'm not hating on him. Mike, I think it's Mike if you don't mind me asking, uh, if and you can certify this, and I feel like I'll, I'll let you talk in a second. My apologies. Uh, I always tell the guys that when you're in the Southwest, especially in the Scottsdale area, that when you're in your 30s, it's really like your 20s, and when you're in your 40s, you're like in your 30s, because the entire culture there, uh, as my mom would say, um, really helps you justify you not growing up um, because she talks about my friends in Phoenix. She goes, Por qué el señor Michael nos ha casado todavía? which is why it hasn't got married yet. I said, I right. don't know. Cause he thinks he's 30, but he's actually in his forties. <laughs> is that still the case these days? Uh,
4: I'm going to have to say yes. Uh, I'm 39. So I'm in the final year of my douchebag thirties and, uh, Hold tight, man.
1: Year-
4: Four years ago, I got married this year. We're gonna try
1: to have kids, so I won't be a late dad like Mike style, but I'm, you know, definitely. Yeah, I'm on the right path myself. I, yeah. I, every time Shan says it, I'm like, look at Mike, look how happy he is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Look how happy he is. I, I know that, uh, Mike, you just
3: uh, you got married, you're a newlywed, but here's what's wild his wedding day is February of this year. You couldn't get too much closer to COVID and not have your wedding affected. What's it been like? Uh, I mean, how close was your wedding to when everything got locked down?
4: Yeah, so the wedding date was February 16th. The first time I heard of the Wuhan virus, as it was being called in late January. right? Uh, it was just kind of an internet meme. It was like, let's make fun of China. Ha ha ha. Uh, right. And uh, I had two guests say, are you nervous about COVID? Are you going to cancel the wedding? And I just kind of stared at my now wife and was like, I have no idea what they're talking mm-hmm. about, but no, the wedding's on. Everyone came, no issues. Everyone left. We went on our honeymoon to New Orleans. We came back from New Orleans, and I think Trump went on the air, like, maybe two days later to declare, you know, that we're shut down till Easter or whatever, and that was it.
1: Wow. Wasn't that a little be- too late, wouldn't you say, Mike? I'm just kidding. Uh, so, uh will we- <laughs> I, I, are we looking? Are we looking at you through a peephole? I feel like a pervert. Oh
4: yeah. So this is my awesome Macintosh computer. from okay. uh, 2012. It's very, very advanced and good, but it does have this like crescent
1: shape. I, I'm, so I'm I just computer. didn't know if that was an effect or. Yeah. yeah you're, you're watching protection. on video I'm today.
4: <laughs>
3: <up. Yeah. laughs> you're watching on video. It's like on a sitcom, looking through binoculars. They've got
1: sort I, of just a rounded edge on the on the. There screen. he is, Mike in Scottsdale.
3: So I, you said that, and I, and bless you, man. You're a fruitcake enthusiast. I love that. And so you're a fruitcake purchaser. You said you also have other memorabilia. What What do you have from the show that you uh, that you treasure?
4: Uh, I mean, the fruitcake is the thing I treasure most. But you know, I've, uh, I've been a show subscriber. Thank and you. And I got um my uh my T-shirt, which I can't find. I was gonna wear it, so I'm not oh. as hard as I thought. Uh, the problem is that back then I was wearing the uh, XL and I've been doing the old intermittent fasting like Mike for a couple of years You're now,
1: losing so. weight, though. It's, yeah. There's a big yeah, difference. You look
4: good. It, so, yeah.
3: Okay. Nice. Maybe Mike needs that effect on his camera with the rounded edges. Yeah, Maybe XL, he would look better.
1: Can I, can I uh, Mike, this is going to be really awkward and I know it's going to be painful for me in one way or another. Right. Can you power rank both? The cast members of Big O and Dukes, just the three, the, the big three, and the right. big three from the, the Michael O'Mara show. Like, I want. So, six up, six up. Like, who well, are your favorites?
3: You know what? I have to ask if we can amend this yes. because in his letter, he said, and I quote, he's even a fan of Pony. Mm. So, I would like to throw okay. Pony into the power and, ranking and if that's Maddie, okay. If you and Maddie, got Maddie a, too. Yeah, I please.
1: It's a salvation. Wow.
4: So, do I throw a jester Eight. into it?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Jester's fine.
4: This is one of the hardest questions that ever been asked. Uh,
1: <laughs> so you've got two uh, of your favorite shows, right? I mean, they're
4: they're definitely my two favorite shows. I've yes, listened to both of them. Okay, I'm a crossover fan. I don't.
1: N- you got to uh, name names.
4: Personally. I just want to make this clear, though. I do not report back to either show about you. So, oh, thank so you,
1: thank you. There's a lot of cross promotion.
4: No, yeah, I'm a listener. Uh, I thank just, you. I think, but uh, let's see. I would say, um, you know, there's relatability. And then there's like who I'm checking into here. So uh, when Mike's on fire and when Chad's on fire. Oh,
1: man, this is going to be tough.
4: No, I know my best interest, which is it's a tie. I'm just going to.
1: Okay, 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 fair, fair. That means that I'm number three, clearly. Hold, Uh, is that a tie uh, for first place or a tie for last place?
4: I would say a relatability. This is going to shock everyone, but I would say Oscar for sure. Like, Thank so, you. Firstly, I'll take it. Just, like, I'll take the
1: sloppy out. seconds. No problem. What a great no booking problem. this has been no so problem. far. Thank you so
4: much. Well, we did meet once on stage at a big old Dudes event, and uh, I was trying to beat you in a, one of the games where it's can name the more you know, cinematic, the movie one. Yes. Did, did you beat Adam me? Sandler, and I was playing you to have to be my Facebook friend, and you beat me because I didn't remember the name, Click. And uh, oh, yeah. still not my Facebook friend. So for that, you know, I might want to demote you a little more,
1: but <sighs> yeah. Well, did we have a good time? That's the most important we part. Had a good time. Okay. Good, yeah. good, good. Spoken like a true alcoholic. Fun did we had. have fun, a good time? Fun was had. <laughs> fun is great. Fun's yes. the best thing to have. Lots of Miller um, lights that night.
4: Yeah, and then I would say uh and then it's Rob and then uh Maddie or Pony Boy.
1: Ooh, this is tough. Yeah, Jester's at the tail end already. And Drab's still in the mix, huh? No, oh,
4: Drab's going to be at my bottom, but... Oh, <laughs> damn! Oh,
1: no! Oh, no. Yeah. Okay, well, he, he well, this, why don't we get sure. there now? Why is Drab at the bottom? For many reasons.
4: Is, you know, I told you this is on my relatability and entertainment index. He is the least relatable person of all seven. He I- is definitely entertaining, but... Uh, he's a space alien to me. He, he is. He is. Shower. I
1: don't. Hi, Drab. I hope you uh, get a copy yeah. of this. from <laughs> no, I this and I'm probably
4: screwing myself over some
1: future events. <laughs> no, you're fine. You're fine. Um, yeah. So, uh, but so. But no, all actually do
4: compliment each other. If anyone wants so
1: to listen, so it's Parker, it's uh, ch- uh Chad slash Mike. Uh, definitely Drab at the bot- uh, bottom. I'm in the middle somewhere. Right. Right. I'll no, take, you're I'll second. Take, you're I'm, second. I'm, I'm second. Yeah, third, you're, above third, really you're above me.
4: You're above me. <laughs> yeah. But I'm, I'm not a people pleaser, but I do really
3: like everyone. Well, you're drafts, not though. you're not pleasing me right now, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, like I, I, you said in your letter you're an open book, and we don't have to go yeah. into this if you don't want to, but it was a fascinating uh, one line in your letter talked about an international incident in 2017 that the Michael O'Mara show was there to get you through because it was, as I surmised from the letter, a rather dark period in your life. Can I ask about this international incident?
4: You totally can. It's dark, but it actually might help someone listening. So okay. uh, I'm a rare case. I'm a victim of a international child abduction. Oh, um, wow! Yeah. So I had a child with my first wife when I lived in California, and she is a U.S. citizen, also a Thai citizen. And uh, after our divorce, I gave her legal permission to take our son to Thailand to see his relatives, and she never came back.
1: Oh my God! Wow! Uh, Jeez. Geez.
4: I spent a fortune uh, and went through the State Department and I did everything that you're legally allowed to do. And I filed an international Hague application. I had international lawyers wow. calling each other and billing me for the calls. I uh, Very dark times, literally like bottom-of-the-barrel depression because I did everything that ethically you're supposed to do. I trusted my ex-wife. I let her go. Right. Um, thank God, things have actually kind of worked out. I've been managing to keep in touch with the family and I get to Skype and talk to my son every week. So that's great. You know, he, knows me, he loves me. Uh, I can't explain what's going on and I'm not going to, I've decided mm. that it's not worth it for his psyche. I'm just, and even talking about this, you know, if he sees this when he's older, it's not going to be a huge deal, but I plan to just kind of
1: we'll respect uh, your privacy. show.
4: You, know, yeah. really you guys really were like, it was just like this blessed hour and 20 minutes a day where I could just like listen to people talking and laughing and you know, you guys were going through stuff too. And like, Oscar had, you know, thrown the iPad and you know
3: Oh man. And, yeah, he uh, also yeah. went through the you went through the state department for that, didn't you? No,
1: it was the WWE. Oh, uh, that's right. They I asked forgot me to stop tweeting. <laughs> and I don't
4: mean that lightly. I mean, I mean, really that's what when you guys on all these shows really just get into it, that's like the total deal for me. It's just real real talk.
1: Let me yeah, let me uh, let me ask you just 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 uh, for those not in the know. Mm-hmm. It's not like you can just go over there and grab your kid and bring him back, right? It's not like taken. No, I would be
4: arrested on the spot. Yeah. Her father's wealthy; he was bribing people, I'm sure. Um, and yeah, they're they they do not have rights to a lawyer. My the State Department told me under no circumstances can we protect you if you go there. I, I obviously booked a ticket the day it happened. Of and course, the State talked me you know out of it. So,
3: did you find? And this is I've never known anyone who has been in this sort of situation before. Did you find the State Department helpful, or did you feel oh, that they uh, were more? Yeah. No.
4: no, not at all. And uh, this gets political, so I'm going to stay out of it's it. It's fine.
1: Somewhere. All right. That's, yeah. yeah, okay. The actual, the opposite happened to Rob when he was a kid. He was left.
3: Yes, exactly. It was a, it was another Liam Neeson movie called Forgotten. <laughs> Actually,
4: I'm joking. I'm joking with my wife about how, uh, you know, my <laughs> son, like, I'm from a broken home, and I mentioned, she calls you REO Um Really? That's a nice yeah, name. I'll take that. Speed wagon, so she says, uh, yeah, she listens, you know, like in the background and stuff.
5: And so she yeah, says, yeah,
3: yeah. Well, I applaud you. I applaud you for uh, getting through that, and also for taking the high road, and and you know r- repairing that relationship as well as you can with your son. And we wish you all the best with that. Um, I thank you for sharing it because it's a it is it's a dynamic story. Can we end
1: on a high note.
3: We do. He has got a neat career, oh. and he's got he's got a storied past. Is it true? You've written five novels. Whoa! I've written, uh, five
4: novels. I've written three non fiction books. Actually, if I can just really quick plug i have a website absolutely uh, www.mikeyop.com m-i-k-e-y o-p-p
3: oh i'm down with o-p-p yeah
4: there you go um (laughs) and yeah i make a tv show about my book it's me reading my books out loud so it's called
1: (laughs) cool (laughs) Um, like it
4: but anyway that back to the career part because they're tied in together uh so i was a novelist and i was writing novels and then i got a master's degree in uh, writing which let me teach ESL, creative writing and other English stuff that you know outside of the English world is just worthless uh, right. but I did teach for many years and then I was moving to Arizona and I wanted a different career because the ESL market here isn't great so I, a friend turned me on to this thing called book indexing which to this day if I didn't have this job I wouldn't know what it is but you know when you Ooh. go into the back of a book and there's an index yes. and you look up because yeah. you want to find one Well, some yokel has to write those, and that yokel is me.
3: Uh, Oh, wow. Yeah. So you Um, have to read every book cover to cover, right?
4: Like three to four books a week. Um, I uh, sometimes less, and I index all the backs of them. I don't get my name in a publishing credit, but I've done some like. Interesting books, and like sometimes I'll be in a bookstore and I'll see a book I did, and I'll just like, you know, look at the back. It's a nice little bandy.
1: Oh,
3: now at this point, I would think at four books a week and that kind of voracious consumption of information, your brain must almost be full. Or do you still absorb facts? Would you be great on Jeopardy?
4: I, I love Jeopardy, I watch it all the time. Yeah, I'm pretty good. I think I'm not gonna ever be as good as uh, what's his name from Vegas, that uh, John. What was his name? Uh,
3: well, I don't know. I just, well, I, I always think of Ken Jennings, and then there's the crazy yeah. guy from Vegas. Yeah. Don't,
1: and don't we have a listener that went on?
3: Yeah. Frumcus. Josh Frump, J- Frumpkin. Josh Frumpkin, Frumpkin was it, Frumcus. yeah. Frumpkin. Frumpkis, that's Frumpkin. right. Oreo Speedwagon was it. Speedwagon. That's right. So, uh, what is your knowledge retention when you're going through so many? I would think you have to almost keep it at a surface level and you don't absorb everything, or are you the kind of brain that holds on to a lot of information?
4: I hold on to a lot. I hold on to what's interesting or what, like, is not offensive as in like snowflake offensive, but like actually just like blows my mind. Like I just did a book on the Russian Revolution. I uh-huh. mean, we're complaining about how much we fight in this Russian czars. It should be, but oh my god, the level it gets to when you have the white and red armies fighting. and.
1: What do you know about Anastasia? <laughs> Nothing? Alright, moving on. <laughs>
4: Okay. So I, I have I, one last question, if that's okay.
3: Somebody's <laughs> laughing out there. I was gonna say sorry. I'm not going to ask my Anastasia question. Uh, no, my last question is: is when we have someone from another city, and Scottsdale is so far removed from Washington D.C., couldn't be any more different out there. How is the mood regarding the the COVID there? Are you seeing masks? Uh, I know you're not near, you're not in the college, but you're near the college. So, what's the mood and what's going on under there?
5: Uh, the mood has shifted
4: severely. Thankfully, because I think when evidence is this close to your face, it's hard to keep lying. Mm -hmm. But uh, along the way, it was a bumpy journey. My neighbor's car said, fear is the only virus. And he Mm. would drive around in circles. I had Mm. um, a pool guy come, and I said, do you want me to put a mask on? Because he needed to talk. And he's like, why? I don't believe in that. And I was like, oh, yeah. Wow. Science. But he mm-hmm. wasn't saying bad about the masks. He
6: was yeah. saying the virus. Like, yeah, the
4: virus. Mm-hmm. Uh, that has shifted though. We had like record deaths, except Florida and Texas dwarfed us, I think, by a tiny bit. But seeing as our population is a micro, you know, of what they are, um, it was pretty devastating. And so now everyone's wearing masks. Some of the Good. restaurants are open. The governor closed all the gyms. And the, but really, what it was it was the bar scene. Got it. I got
1: mean, it. Yeah. Twenty yeah.
4: yeah. something going to bars, doing shots, mm-hmm. fucking loud, still in the mm-hmm. face,
3: no I think they're bulletproof. Yeah. Yes. Well, I'm glad that that seems to have reversed. We uh, want to thank you. I have
1: a quick question. Oh yeah, please. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oscar. I know you're a married man, but when yes. I left Phoenix, I would tell you like every single one of, uh you know, guys and girls for that matter, just attractive. Has that yeah. changed at all?
4: No, I'm, Extremely ugly for this area. I am like at the bottom of the like I I walk into places and you know I might as well just be sitting in like a clown seat in the corner. I am invisible. Everyone here is a freaking ten. Everyone, it's unreal. And they all the fifty year olds look like they're Uh, thirty. Disgusting.
1: It's horrible. I used to think I looked young and I go back and I'm like, damn it. Yeah. Oscar introduced me to the phrase
3: Arizona five.
1: Yeah, which is essentially a DC eight. Well, let me rewind. Let's not. Let's okay. This is pro tip for all you guys out there. Maybe you don't have the best luck. Maybe that's the you know you don't have your I guess your game to meet girls. It's just tough. Um, And you dreamt you dreamt of dating a uh, woman from the area that you know. If we're going to be chauvinistic, we go one to ten. Let's say they're ten. A dime piece, right? You'll never get a dime piece in the DMV. But if you go to Arizona roughly five to uh, seven weeks after they just arrived. So say let's right. say say like your Winnie Cooper moves to Scottsdale. She's a 10 here for Kevin Arnold. But right. when she gets to Scottsdale within, I would say, let's say eight weeks, her self-esteem would be so beat down that you actually have a shot. Oh, I see. Yeah. So there's many factors at How do you play? think I got Shannon? There's no That's chance true. that she was here. I would have I gotten her, but I got her in Arizona when she I was already was, beaten down. thought it was heat stroke. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Man, so Matt, many Maddie, what would you think of that math?
2: It added up, I think.
3: <laughs> well, uh, speaking <laughs> of you. lovely women, we want to thank your wife, Alana, for uh, uh, letting you uh, join us today. And you probably had to wake her up to do this, so she's very kind. We thank your dog, Pablo, Pablo. a lovely Yorkie. And do you have anyone else you want to say hi to before we turn you loose, Mike?
4: Oh my gosh. Uh, Yeah, my mom and dad, obviously. That's Cool. cool. That's sweet.
3: Awesome. Well, we appreciate it. And remember, if you want to be a TMOS a yep. talking head, it's real easy. Just send me an email. Robb Rob, at Mike O'Mara show.com. Mike, you're a pleasure. You're Thank great. you so much. Thanks, man. And, uh, so easy to work with. And I'm glad things seem to be shaping up for you. And uh, look forward to that first anniversary. You can kiss your wife with no mask on. It'll be great. Have a good one, man. Thank you. Thank you're you on. so much. It's Mike Oppenheim from Scottsdale, Arizona.
0: He was great. Let's start the show. It's the Mike O'Mara show. You can listen to The Michael Mara Show at www.mikeomarashow.com Stay tuned for an outstanding entertainment program. It's The
5: <laughs> Michael Mara Show. Let's
0: get down to business. on the entertainment capital
6: of the world.
5: My girlfriend's wonderful, though. I listen to everything my girlfriend says. I don't mean she bosses me around. I just listen to everything she says because before I had a girlfriend, I never had someone who's always standing next to me who can just point out obvious things that are happening. <laughs> <laughs> Like we'll be in a restaurant and my girlfriend will be like, you ordered your food an hour ago. It should be here by now. And I'm like, yeah, it should. (laughs) It's like having a lawyer for everyday life. She'll be like, the bus driver shouldn't talk to you that way. And I'm like, no, he shouldn't. (laughs) And now when I'm not with my girlfriend, you can still do anything to me. I will tolerate any treatment. Like I'll book a ticket on some garbage airline. you know. I don't want to name an actual airline, so let's just make one up. Let's call it like Delta Airlines. So I'll book a ticket on Delta Airlines. And I'll show up at the airport, and I go, can I get on the plane now, please? And they go, no, it's delayed nine hours. And I go, okay. And then I go to the bathroom And then I come out of the bathroom And I go, any updates? And they go, yeah We took off while you were in the bathroom Because we hate you Now take this meal voucher That doesn't work Go fetch And I go, okay And I go over to the Wolfgang Puck Express And I go, can I have a sandwich please? And they go, no And I go, okay And they go, you're a little fat girl, aren't you? And I go, no And they go, say it And I go, I'm a little fat girl And then I go over to the Delta Help Desk, which is an oxymoron, and I go, can I please go home on an airplane? And they go, no, in fact, we're gonna frame you for murder. And you're gonna go to jail for 30 years. And I go, why are you doing this to me? And they go, because we're Delta Airlines. But with my girlfriend, she would just be like, let's see if Southwest has any flights. So it's better.
0: <laughs> it's the Michael Mera show. Michael Mera, Rob Spiewak, Oscar Santana, and now here's Rob. You're a little fat girl, aren't you? <laughs> no. <laughs>
3: live from Podcast Village Studios in our nation's capital, Washington, D.C., and from Leesburg, Virginia, where I am right now. This is The Mike O'Mara Show. The Mike O'Mara Show, or TMOS, to our friends, is a worldwide podcast and radio show with a family of listeners who are unrivaled in their love and support for their program. If you're a first-timer, sit back, relax. we got a lot of good stuff planned for you today. And for our longtime friends... Welcome back, and thank you for spreading the word about TMOS. From Gastonia, North Carolina to Salina, Kansas, Canterbury Village in Warrenton, Virginia to mm. Booth Bay Harbor, Maine, Hampton Township, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, big on townships. Oh, a lot Hamden, of townships. Hamden, Hamden Township, Pennsylvania. A lot
1: Pennsylvania. of uh, rotaries as well.
3: Yes. <laughs> word gets around. And Bangui in Central <laughs> African Republic, TMOS is on the air, so let's get started because of COVID-19, we're just talking about it, people need help. And if you want to support charities, you want to support a charity yep. where you know your dollar is going to make a difference. So, enter GiveWell.org. For over a decade, they've helped donors find the charities and projects that do the most good per dollar. It's all about efficiency, and they do the research for Absolutely. you. The Boston Globe calls GiveWell the gold standard for giving. They research charities and handpick the highest impact organizations and they take no fees. This is such a great concept. I love it. All you gotta do is visit GiveWell.org where you know you can make a difference. And if you want to have even more impact, donate soon because any listeners who become new GiveWell donors will have their first donation matched up to $100 when you visit GiveWell.org slash TMOS then just select Podcast and Mike O'Mara at checkout. The matching offer is as good as long as funds last. So get your first donation matched up to $100 at givewell.org slash TMOS when you select podcast and Mike O'Mara make mm. a difference. Thank you, Mike
1: Oppenheim. What a good guy, huh? Yeah, I thought... Uh you know, it's 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 interesting because our dynamic when we ask listeners questions when Mike's not here, yeah, it's it, it just it can, it can flow because Mike literally runs a tight ship, right? He does. We're a little more loosey goosey, yeah. Um, but it would have been fun to have Mike, Mike on the line for once, like Mike yeah, and Mike.
3: That's true. The Mike and Mike Mike and Mike. Show. Mike, and Mike. Uh, we would left. And he was he was you know and this to a I think he was like our seventh talking head maybe seventh or eighth something like that. Who's counting? To a
1: fault. They are all so easy to work with. All such yeah. nice people. And We've was, got the greatest listeners. It's, it was nice to reminisce. I would actually, I, I would want you, I would want the show to somehow make it out to Phoenix one time for for, for any any number of reasons. Because I, I know Mike's been, but just the idea of of visiting a place where it should be just for the weather alone. I fantastic. would love that.
3: You know, and it's funny. It's like that summer, of, of course. One of my takeaways from our trips to Maine was the weather. Mm-hmm. And you think, you know, it's just going to another state, still United States. It's like a different country. You don't it's have a, to leave the country. You don't. You, you don't. don't. You don't have to. Um, speaking of uh, traveling and friends
1: and people we love, how are you and Pony doing? Oh, well, my God. Pony and I have become fast friends. Now, my friends, a, I mean, it's been a bumpy week, boss. Then. Then. Subordinate, and sure. um, and in this situation, you're the boss, right? Well, I mean, I don't want to be the boss, but I gotta <laughs> right. help him out. <laughs> I remember <laughs> I said, "Whatever happens, man, I know Glenda, like, will be happy with the end result, right? Because I'm just trying to roll that that uh, that boulder up a hill, right? Um, I, I actually mentioned this to Rob Sisyphus. before the show. Sisyphus. no, 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 it's, a, it's even better. He's he's great. He's, he just needed to recalibrate his life. Um, there was moments uh, in the day where he he's used to, I. Pony is now becoming an adult, Um, so we are looking... And it's time, because he's tearing down 40. We're looking at getting uh, him a machine that he can work on here, because somehow he doesn't like Macs, and he needs something special for a PC.
3: I'm Pony. I don't like Apple. I'm probably
1: just going to rip something from my house and be like, here you go. It's got a graphics card. Um, (laughs) Here's my gaming machine. Uh, So... (laughs) <laughs> he doesn't have to know it's used. No, no. Right here, lightly used gaming machine. Enjoy. You give it. it a, hit it with the Windex before you give it to Here's him. Here's my Alienware. Make sure you uh, you don't go too deep I into remember, my. I remember when you built that machine. You're not using it anymore. I'm no. Who when? Who has the time? <laughs> Tell me about it. So pony. Um, Put, and all jokes aside, Pony's really coming along nicely. It's been a bumpy road this week, but for a it, th- it was a great Thursday. It was fantastic. I realized that I just have to give him timetables to do tasks. I said, this, this task should only take 30 minutes. Right. If you get to 25 and you need help or 20, please call me from the other room and I can help. Okay,
3: that's great. And if you just structure the man, he's good to go. Like like when you go to a mechanic, if you want spark plugs, they say that's a two hour job. Yeah, that's yeah, two hours yeah, of labor. Boom, yeah.
1: I, you're doing it. I look at something. I'm like, I've done that before. Yeah, I, I you know might move a little faster, and he's a little more analytical. So I said, I always tack on a good twenty percent to it, and like this is how long it can take. Twenty percent more for you, but this is how long it can take. Right now, um, the upside of pony is that. Usually when I go and work off campus with someone, yeah, like I buy him lunch, I, I try to wine and dine them, I, you I are thank him for their time. You're extraordinarily
3: yeah. generous in that
1: capacity. You always so have this. yesterday, I splurged uh, for Wawa with Pony. And I was like, hmm, Wawa. Um, Wawa, not a radio station, it turns out. No. It's a convenience store. Yes. And I, we both get the full long Italian, which is nothing for lunch. You just murder it and roll on. And by the way, that's a category, so be careful yes. if you search it. And a, a bag of uh, regular Uts and two sodas. I buy, I pick up, I leave him working on his tasks. And then, Pony, I don't, I don't see Pony drinking a lot of... What sodas does Pony drink? I know that he's, he's anti-diet soda, yeah. so he yeah. just drinks full flavor. I just got him whatever was available. It wasn't anything I was really thinking about. Like and a you can't cola? Go, you can't go wrong with regular Uts. The point I'm making here is I could have bought this sub. Right. And I would have been in the black for the rest of the week. He eats so slow where <laughs> I murdered my sub and I'm like, all right, he probably needs another 20 percent, another 20 minutes uh, more than I do. Right. Uh, so I'm going to go get back to work. I was like, hey, you know, take your time. I like I eat, like uh, like I'm coming back from a radio break. So excuse me for going so fast. Right. We're 20 feet away in this big room. Uh, I set up his napkins and his fork and knife and everything like just like it was yeah. snack time. Right. Light a candle. Taking care of the man. And yes. um, now, now he's 37 and I'm 41. So th- there's that. But I'm taking care of him. And right. um, I look at his sub and I was like, what's wrong with the sub? He literally has 75% of his sandwich left and I've already killed mine. He is the nibbler. And I said, well, but, but you can nibble on um, a brownie. You can nibble on a, a bran muffin. You can right. nibble on uh, uh, maybe uh, some trail mix. Not a smelly Italian sub. Yeah, It must be done. That it does m- not th- travel well. It you're does right. not maneuver well. It's you're all right. oily. Yes. And I, I kid you not. Yes. Because I had the plastic bag. He didn't. The this, this 75% of the sub, and I said, okay, well, I guess there's no dinner, because there's dinner. Right. Uh, he he takes it, wraps it back up, oily, uh, you know, paper. Yes, yes. Chips. Transparent. It, it, it chips. It barely touches chips. <laughs> pony. And then he takes it and puts it right in his computer bag. Oh, no, I really? Was like, I said, pony. Dude, pro tip, oily sub, in yes. a computer bag, not good not, for any components. Not good. Yes. not good at all. He's gonna have some shiny t- keyboards. So, I, <laughs> I, it, it, it just—I think—I think he's been an alien for so long, and he's been always like dashing away from us. That yeah. every day, it's—it's it's not even like a blooming onion. It's a new person. Yeah, it's a that- new person. And, it, and there is there is um. I, I do have some real affection for pony where he talks about his mom yes. and how and how close they are and like she was coming up and all that stuff um so so I can relate to that um, but I gotta tell you like if you ever want to uh, um like take someone out and feel like a king you take pony out because yeah. he will take that one meal and he will he will lay it out for three days well that's what
3: happens when you have a 20 inch waist and uh, uh, here is for a visual component I've seen this imagine this Crinkled uh, piece of paper mm-hmm. is foil, oh. and in it a is a very small sandwich, okay? Yes. Here's Pony at lunchtime. <laughs> wait. <laughs> and then, oh no. wait, and then, and then he crumbles it back, pulled it back <laughs> up, and puts it away. One sandwich carefully prepared can last a family a
1: lifetime. He's, he's the nibbler, Matt. Uh, give us a thumbs up if you can talk. I know that you got a production in there. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. No, it's all. But it's always a peanut butter sandwich. Okay, with like the crust cut off in in aluminum foil. It's so yeah. funny. Like I can't picture him eating a sub, do even you, if it's only twenty five percent of the. Subs. Do you
1: hear him doing what Rob just said? Yeah, he like will take a bite and then yes. he's stuffed and yeah. he goes See, right like, back. to the sandwich never
3: comes entirely out of the foil. No. It's like he doesn't want the sandwich to be naked. It's clear. He just shows like the shoulder of the sandwich. Yeah, he does graze. I yeah. don't, he graze.
1: don't know anyone that does that. No, I, I don't. I, know. Like like not even, even my fit friends, right? Like they, they get it, they they eat it, and then they go for a run. Right? That's the like it, I it's, I don't know this. And so and it this might, is perhaps the behavior. Of what I call
3: the solitary man, because he doesn't have to have a lot of social norms when he eats. Obviously, he can't. He's probably not doing pasta night anymore with his swinging
1: friends because no, no, of the, no, the COVID. The COVID yeah.
3: So he's staying at home and unwrapping the foil and no, wrapping it he, back but up. But I think
1: he's been like this the entire time because because after I would say a good two hours, he said, "Hey, uh, what about that sub? Like, uh, like you, you want anything for dinner? Or <laughs> you are so I was some focused snacks?
6: on the sub." <laughs>
1: Not because I wanted it. It's just no, I wanted to know like concerned. what the deal was. Yeah, of course, it's mysterious. And he's like, oh, I just you know I get full really really quick, and I said, okay, but is that like how long are you going to look at that sub as a viable vessel for nutrients? Because I think an Italian sub out in the wild, yes. not refrigerated, yeah, it's probably good. I would say max three hours. Max. Well, no, it's actually it's got a pretty
3: good shelf life outside of the. Uh the sogginess factor, because the meats are cured and preserved, and there's if there's ah, no mayonnaise on it. You Know it, what? Pro tip: no yeah. sauces, no yeah, tomato, if you, now nothing if you,
1: to sog it up really bad. Right, and if uh, if it's not That's got what he mayonnaise, wanted, he said on no it. sauces. He demanded no sauces.
3: Okay, <laughs> he demanded
1: it. I like I like mustard. I like oil and vinegar. We're good to go. You
3: see, mustard, oil, and vinegar—they're not going to spoil very quickly. A mayonnaise or, or egg-based something will. So you have to be mm. careful with that. That's why I never,
1: ever eat potato salad at a picnic. I wish I was a grazer. Man. <laughs> my, uh, so then another great moment. This is when you really start thinking about your life and, and, uh, and, and the decisions you've made. Yes. We were a moving a piece of furniture. By this time, my wife had arrived. My wife. And my wife, after, <laughs> after seeing Pony Graze, and I had murdered that Italian stuff, and ate his chips and my chips after a while. I was like, oh, you're not yeah. going to eat those. Give me those. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. She, like, she, she looked her- over... And this is probably something she would have said in private. Right. And, and ponies sometimes can just end up being like a family member. So you're like, oh, I'll just say it. Yeah. She said, look, uh, can you pass me? Like, do you mind looking for this and this and that? And I'm looking around, looking around. It's like there's wires everywhere. And she's, she's like, it's right next to your gut. Oh. Because I was standing at a table. Sure. And I, no, and sure as ass. I looked down. I was like, well, there's my gut. Then I didn't realize it gotten so big. And it's right there, what you needed. Well, be, be
3: thankful you're not me, because most things are next to my gut, <laughs> based on the size of my gut. Don't give up, people. Don't give no, up. Don't give up. And finish your sandwich. Finish your sandwich. Maybe
1: I should finish less. <laughs> and also, get him a six-inch next time. You're just throwing good money after yeah. bad. And then Pony, when he hears the gut joke, he's like, like, in the corner. Yeah, and then he eats another Tic Tac-sized I'm piece like, of Pony, sandwich. you can laugh at me, but laugh like a man. Don't just giggle in the corner, listen to your podcast. Yeah, he, has, he's, he there are times that he has a manly laugh, but a lot of times it is.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and I love him. So, uh, fast friends. I'm glad that things are better. We there. end We end a lot better than we started this a week. A positive. A positive. And remember, Pony, you got to be in by 3 p.m. every day. <laughs> We're going to take a break. Oh, you know what? Yes. We've been waiting to do the mailbag. Let's do the mailbag. We've done We right. have we time. Can, we have time. Damn it. And we will do it. And no, I'm not going
1: to make Oscar read it.
0: No, I promise. don't. Uh, you All know right.
1: what, let me try. Okay, get it out. We, you know what we can do? Let's leapfrog it. Yeah, and I'll call uh, call the Esau teacher uh, next week for some help. <laughs>
3: hey, Mike, it's Oscar.
1: Help me. Back after this.
0: Summertime is fun time. And you can savor the great taste of summer by shopping at the Michael Mara Show Shopping Center. Just click the shopping banner at MichaelMarishow.com and you have instant access to Target and Walmart and all the ingredients you need for a refreshing Billy Eilish eyelash frappuccino. Mm. Because nowadays, being a blue hair doesn't mean you're old. Just pour a quart of almond milk... In into a Doc Martens brand boot. Add cumin, a small human, a photo of Harry Truman, a song by Gary Newman, and the beard of Sig Ruman. Agitate and strain through a tennis racket. Chill oh. with dry ice, warm with wet ice, and chill out with vanilla ice. Add <laughs> red hots, four shards of glass, copper dust, old rusty BBs, and craft Baby, Baby marshmallows. marshmallows. Serve in a leather ramkin and enjoy. Follow me for more recipes <laughs> at the Michael Marrish Show Shopping Center, another summertime taste treat from Kraft.
3: I never fail to laugh at some of the posts a really horrible picture of food, and then just writes, follow me for more recipes. I like that. Uh, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. How does the grass look at your comically tiny house, Oscar? It's green, baby. It's green of now because it's Sunday. Sunday is this great service. What you do is you just put in your zip code, put in your address, and they know yeah. using satellite
1: technology. It's like custom Rogaine for your lawn. They should have that on the website. That's I'm seri- brilliant. I am serious. Like That is so great. They, they know exactly, going. based on your
3: soil and your weather patterns, exactly what you need. They will mail it to you. They include a nozzle. You put it on your hose. You basically water your lawn for 15 minutes, mm-hmm. and you're done. The results, you will see results. We saw results with Mike within a week, and they're so brilliant. They saw that Mike in Maine. They said, you probably have dandelion trouble. Here's some dandelion stuff. And Mike's dandelions are gone. It's absolutely cool. fantastic. Cool. It's all done by science. It used to take hundreds of dollars or an entire day to get your yard looking good. Now all you need is 15 minutes and Sunday. You don't need to know everything about soil, grass, or micronutrients to have a great lawn. So if you're not 100% sure what your lawn needs to be green, no worries. Just get Sunday. Visit getsunday.com for $20 off your summer plan when you use promo code T M O S at checkout. That's G E T S U N D A Y. Dot .com promo code TMOS for $20 off your summer
1: plan. Get Sunday, get Sunday today. Rob, I'm going to have Maddie do all the reading. All okay. Nice. Right. So then then we think we just react. Does that work? Maddie, hey, come on. Let me, yeah, let me let me congrats. get the mail back. Thank you. Okay, come because on, it's us. not about us. It is
5: all about you. Wait.
3: Postponed from Tuesday. Postponed. Uh, tighter and brighter for your listening Thank pleasure. You. Happy Friday, everybody.
1: It's the mailbag. Good call on Maddie, yeah, I think. Yeah, they're give me hosts. And yeah, I saw and her the- texting, so I was like, mm, maybe she's bored. Oh, not a lot of focus. Maybe she's bored. No, she's, she's doing like 20 jobs at once. I
3: understand. I understand. So now, with the new Maddie spin, let Maddie make you gladdy. It is oh, okay. the TMOS mailbag. Try not to make the hey, Godzilla cough.
2: Should, yeah, just, No, I did have to clear my throat. Just so, for a sorry. second, can you
1: just say um, that? Can you tell Rob Ford that Rob and Oscar say hi?
2: Rob, Oscar, and Rob say hi. Yeah. He gives a wave.
1: Yeah, he's uh, he's in a full, man of few words. Yeah, he's in full producer mode. Yes. Okay.
3: Oh, he's doing all his tricks. All he's, his uh, no, he's tricks. Good. He's, he's one of the best. So I. Appreciate he is. It. Yeah, top ten at the station. Okay.
2: All right, fellas. Those oversized, jacked-up, noisy douchebag pickup trucks, with or without flags a-flying, are referred to as truck holes. Oh, that's Mike
3: talked about them uh, yes. driving around Maine and even around churches. Truckles? Truck, truck holes. holes? Truck holes.
2: Truck okay. holes.
1: Like an A-hole. <laughs> oh, gotcha, gotcha. We gotcha.
2: have plenty of them down here in the suburbs of Portland, too. Love the show. I'm a listener since the mid-90s and bonus subscriber for the past couple of years. Thanks. Dave Adams in Yarmouth, Maine.
1: This goes for any flag because I saw, not just two weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, what was what looked like um, an off-road? You, you know, like in in Baja, California, they have these huge cartoon-sized trucks that just run off into exactly. the desert. Exactly. Yeah. So this thing blew by or Volvo, and it had a Black Lives Matter flag, and I said, Ugh. Oh, you're making everybody look bad. You're making everybody look bad because yeah. the flag was cartoon-sized, but I felt like this gentleman just threw it in his car so he could run around and do what he wanted. But he was making a statement, and I'm well, for Black Lives Matter.
3: Of course, you know what we might want to look into since we have a certain overlap with the truck-buying public. What about TMOS flags? Ooh,
1: be you nice now no, because we got to buy them ahead of time. You know what that happens when that when that happens? They just get stored downstairs. That's true. Yes. That's true. Yeah. Lots of t-shirts being given away soon. Soon. You know are from where? Las Vegas. We had to buy them first.
2: All right. Moving right along. That was another perfect plan. Thank you. <laughs> Question for Rob. Yes. My wife just got a job in the grocery game. She can become a cashier when she memorizes the produce codes. Did uh-huh. you have a strategy to learn the codes from Chewy Ochoa?
3: Yes, actually, I did. Uh, to be a Safeway checker or a part-time food clerk (PTFC) as we called them back in the day, you had to know fifty by heart—the mm. top mm. fifty things. And because of that, you had to—you uh, know—you also had the book, like the sheet in front of you, in case mm-hmm. you needed to reference what they were. But you needed to know the top fifty codes. And so, what I did was, I picked the most common ones. Memorize them like three at a time, and then like a building strategy, uh, like uh, like bananas and apples. I can still remember bananas were one five eight, Golden Delicious apples one two three, and I believe Red Delicious apples
1: were five seven two. What was, the, so, what wow. was the naughtiest product code you remember for 69. the naughtiest Sixty <laughs> nine. Never mind, he ruined it. No, you said the naughtiest. I just thought there was like something else, like no, no. Well, I do know this uh,
3: Safeway brand. This is why this is in my head, I don't know. Safeway sandwich bread never scanned right because of the way they printed the wrapper. So I had to put it in by hand every time. It was 2113018026. Oh my and, god. And I, every time I saw sandwich bread, I would just do that 10-digit code because it was and easier than trying to try, go. try to make it scan. Anyway, yeah, start with your most common ones and then build on it. That's how you do it.
2: That's crazy. It is. Thank All you. right. Dave, Grego Grego Kek? I All think right. it's Sorry, get- Dave. Keck. Writes. I just finished listening to your Talking Heads interview with the curator from the Holocaust Museum. What yes. an amazing interview! I was hanging on every word. Absolutely great job. You guys are the best. Thanks. That people was love nice. the
3: Talking Heads segment. I think it's fun to get to know the people.
2: Uh, yes. yeah, you are oh, okay. out I that was week. Like- yeah.
3: No, Maddie, he was here, remember?
2: Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, you just weren't paying attention. Of course. All right. Hi. Hi. In day two of Zoom kindergarten with my child, it's clear that this is already second nature to the kids while their parents are struggling. The kids are polite, patient, and automatically know what all the buttons do. They mute and unmute to talk in neat little bursts. Aww. The parents break in on the teachers mid-sentence in a panic because they can't change the name at the bottom of their screen, <laughs> etc. It's both amusing and exhausting. Someday, Mars will be covered in little w- little Walter Cronkite's. Little Walter Cronkite's. Adam Fike.
3: I like that. That's the sweet. kids know what they're doing. It's yeah, funny to watch do them it. go. Hit, Hit the buttons. Do. Yeah. Button.
2: Buttons. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey. I've been waiting for our season to start, but you can finally add that to The Mike O'Mara Show is being listened to from Historic Lakewood Theater in Madison, Maine. Nice. Hey,
3: that's cool. Our Ooh.
2: theater is the longest-running summer theater in the country since 1901, and we entered our shortened 120th season earlier Short this end. month. Shortened. Short end. end. (laughs) They may be interested to learn that as an an off-Broadway tryout theater in its heyday, Lakewood has been home to a multitude of stars including Humphrey Bogart, Groucho Marx, Betty White, John Travolta, and so many more. Wow.
3: That is so cool that they would, you know, before a show would break on Broadway, they'd take it to Maine and, like, work out the details. Can I ask a quick dumb question? Yeah. Why is Summerstock called Summerstock? Because the, I think... I might be proven wrong on this. Summer stock was done sort of in place of Broadway because of the heat. They would go to other places that weren't on Broadway and tour because it was a, a cooler. A, literally, oh, a so Summerstock is
1: a tour. It's not a, a, like a place or New York. No, no, it would, is okay. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll find
3: out. I'll, I'll find out. Yeah, but I think that has to do with. I think it has to do with the weather. All right.
2: hmm. If you ever find your way back to Maine in happier times, I would be honored to give you a tour and treat you like the first class to a first class meal at our restaurant. Cool. Jake Jenkins. Where is that located? Uh, Maine. Lakewood, Maine.
1: All right, I like that. Let's all go. Right. Pilgrimage next year. That's right. Very cool. Love maybe
3: it. maybe John Travolta will still be there.
2: <laughs> Hi boys, please say happy birthday to my husband Stefan adds. He's a huge fan and he listens every day. Well, to be fair, the kids and I all listen. Now uh-huh. we we have to now because we are all home together all the time, every day,
1: always. It's St- it's Stefan.
2: Yes. Okay. Oh, let uh, me let me jump in for yes, one please. second.
3: I misspoke. Don't call me. I love when your phone says Spam Risk. I'm going to answer that. Summer Stock Theater is a theater that presents stage productions only in the summer. The name combines the season tradition of staging shows by a resident company and reusing stock scenery and costumes. Oh. But also it says they take advantage of seasonal weather by oftentimes having their productions outdoors. So, it's so it does have to do
1: with the weather, not really. but not for that the reason like a I had to say. It's yeah, just it's like a scratch and dent theater. It Like the dog you're going to get your yeah. mom. <laughs> Yes. Okay, so Stefan, a one-a, a two-a, a 2 a 3 a yeah. Happy uh, day, birthday, Stefan. Uh, Thank you for listening. Yay. John Travolta. Right.
2: <laughs> Thank you, uh, Jocelyn Fleischman. Uh, hey, guys, I hope all is well. In case you don't remember me, I'm the guy who won the platinum ticket. Oh, nice. Very
1: cool. Oh, I've oh been, yeah.
2: I've been in self-isolation with my wife since March and we're holding strong and staying healthy. I've been wanting to let you know that I know that all of our worlds have been turned upside down this year and my trip to visit Mike might be delayed as nobody in their right mind would want to visit Florida right now. (laughs) Yeah, good idea. Except
3: for Mike. (laughs) Yeah, he's only going to drive 30 hours to do it, though.
2: (laughs) Love all you guys and stay safe. Glad Julia is going to stay home instead of returning to the current Petri dish that is VCU. Go Rams, go. Have a great day. Cheers, Wade Newman.
1: Woot. Very cool. Thank you, Wade. Look forward to seeing you.
2: Moving along, who is the voice at the end of every show that says bye-bye? Thanks, Doug Meyer, St. Charles, Missouri.
3: It is, uh, actually, it's me. I said my bye-bye. No, no, I'm kidding. The tape that Mike plays is John McLaughlin Ah, from the McLaughlin group. Of course.
2: Bye-bye.
1: I had somebody write in, and and I know this is a Donna Mike thing, but do you still have Julia when she was a little little kid somewhere in your machine? Yes.
3: I believe I might have it in a machine, I would a have machine? to look for it. A, a machine, yes. As you know, I uh, I purchased a instant replay machine at one point.
1: Rob, can, it, can you tell Maddie about this so she can have something to look forward to next Monday or Tuesday? Um, or Wednesday?
2: Yes, I need it to get me through the weekend.
3: We had um, when we worked in terrestrial radio at WJFK in Fairfax. Uh, sometimes the kids would come by. And I always tried to get them to record something, which was always fun. Robert was on an actual Lay's potato chip commercial. It was oh. great. It was so fun. But when we were doing a mic check, it was so, Julia was so slick and polished even as a kid. She's like three years old. Yeah. And we said we need to get the level of your voice, and she goes up to the microphone,
1: "Hello," <laughs> and we isolated it, it and was we so used great. it for many, awesome. many years. Like That's I remember, it would bring me joy, and I didn't even know Rob as a listener. Yeah. and it would, I'd be like, that, 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 It's like the sweetest hello. That's so sweet. Yeah. It is. I have to find that.
2: All right. Last letter. If not, letter. I'll get her
3: to record it again and it'll go, hello.
2: <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, last letter. Hey, guys. I would like to apologize to Maddie. Oh, oh, here we go. Uh, yeah. When I was listening to the show, she mentioned she was going to be staying at the Princess Something when she went to Ocean City. <laughs> <laughs> I knew she was talking about the Princess Bayside. I was. <laughs> Uh, my stepfather, my stepfather, was the food and bedri- beverage director there back in the early 2000s, and it was a crap shack back then. <laughs> we only hung out at the bar because of my friends, and my friends and I got free drinks. We would, we would pregame there, and then head to Secrets next door, where I also got free drinks since I was a bouncer there. Wow! We once found our way into a party in a room there, and they had a hot tub. What? There was was cocaine on the coffee table and plenty of seepage in the hot tub. That is disgusting.
3: (laughs) Maddie, it's pronounced Sherberg. Yeah, whatever. Okay, sorry.
2: (laughs) It's also pronounced button, but whatever. Button. Button. All right, as soon as I heard Princess something, I should have tried to reach out to warn her. Yes, you should have. Uh, Maddie, I seek your forgiveness as I can't have the Cheese Queen be angry at me. Mm. Keep up the great work. Love you all. Mike Fletcher.
3: Do you accept his apology?
2: Uh, I think I'm going to need a couple days to process, but I don't hold a grudge for very long. Somebody That's knew good.
3: where you were going I know. and I didn't warn you. I needed yeah. a I heads up. Mm. And to be fair, the princess something was better than the sea lights. But, I don't know. That's a
2: real toss-up, Rob. That's a toss-up. I, I can't lie.
3: Maddie, thank you for bringing your vocal skills to our mailbag. Anytime. Fantastic. You can always get into the mailbag at rob at dot we come back, i got a question about etiquette. And I want Oscar's take on it. Oscar's take. We're back after this. It's the Mike O'Mara Show.
0: Hello, dear. We are in unprecedented times, and it's imperative that we do what we can to flatten the curve. That includes social distancing. Sometimes that's easy, like with my wife. But if it's a young, lovely voter, perhaps one who just turned 18, you may be tempted to reach out and touch them. uh, Ideologically, I mean. (laughs) And harness their excitement to really embrace America. You mustn't do this. Now listen, keep to yourself, stare from a safe distance, make eye contact, purse your lips, perhaps a wink, connect to your imagination. Ooh. And remember, it's not creepy, because Bill said it's okay. You're saving lives. Be smart. Socially distance. Once this is over, we can all party like a rock star. But don't tell Hillary. Don't tell her.
3: I love Cornerstone First Financial. As a matter of fact, I'm currently working with them mm. to get adjustments made to my financial profile. Woo! Joe Rogers is a hero. He Yeah, yeah. Like immediately will He's hand you best. five options that'll he improve your life. And if your mortgage is three point two five percent or higher, remember when three two five was like a great rate? Yeah, well, it's not anymore. Mm. If it's 325 or higher, you need to call our friends at Cornerstone First Financial. Mark Livingstone is amazing. He's a disruptor. Did you know this, Oscar? I did not know that. That's true, because they are so low. The rates at CFF are so low, they've become a disruptor, and their service and programs are unparalleled. You see, they are both a lender and a broker, so they can do it all from A to to Z. And right now, ninety percent of homeowners have rates higher than the average going interest rate. So you owe it to yourself to at least look in to getting this thing lower and saving yourself. It's real easy to do. Interest rates on the thirty-year fix have fallen into the twos, two for the first time ever. So you need to call my buddy Mark Livingstone at Cornerstone First Financial right now 202-625-1221 that's 202-625-1221 or online at cornerstonefirst.com at this level you'll probably never have to refinance again and that's a pretty good feeling so whether it's a purchase or a refi 202-625-1221 or cornerstonefirst.com cornerstone first financial personal attention from application to closing they will One take my care of you. Least they will. One of my least favorite sounds, and I don't know why it's gotten to annoy me so much, and you hear it a lot on TV shows and movies now, is a cell phone vibrating on a table. I Whoa, hate. Why the do sound. you hate that? I don't know. I just don't like it. But it made me. Uh, it occurred to me when I was thinking of that. Have you ever called? It's it's so weird now because you can text people 24 hours a day. You can email yeah. all the time and not be not be a disruptor like they are at Cornerstone First Financial, but. In the old days, if you had to call someone on the phone, it was like nine o'clock was sort of a I think the the level of, of cutoff at night. Ten, if somebody had died. I think it
1: still is, technically. When I when I have to text someone that uh, is older, at least yeah, I was like, hey, and it's a little late. Just letting you know, like if if, if it's Mike, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know he like at least he he used to go to bed around eight thirty. (laughs) Yeah, well, he needs the time to calm down after Final Jeopardy. That is true. That is (laughs) true. But I think now he's he's got. I think his entire schedule is different. He's got to go to bed. I I imagine eleven, twelve. These I think he probably goes to bed
3: even earlier because of the fasting. Because if you're sleeping, you ain't eating. Ooh, I didn't think. But he is eating.
1: He is eating, but only during those specified hours. No, no, he's eating. Like he told me he cheats all the time on that. Oh, weird! We, I didn't know it was that all fast. the time. Yeah, that's the slowest fast. I mean, I in could town. be wrong, but like that did uh, that. Well, I he that had did the carne. He had the carne with you, and, and the, the lamb, that was and the lamb. Like I said, no to the lamb. He said we'll have the lamb. If the guy said something else, I'm sure we'd have taken it. Lobster? Why not? Sure. <laughs> lamb is such a weird cheat. I, why do we even? Know? <laughs> I, I I looked at the guy. I'm like lamb.
0: Lamb?
3: Do you have
1: and meatballs? It's a-
3: I mean, properly prepared. One of the one of my favorite things at the uh, the Chinese restaurant Peking Gourmet that you you know you tend to poo poo, but I love it. They do a lamb chop that is amazing. And as a matter of fact, when Bill Clinton ate there, that's what he ordered. That's the one thing President Clinton ever said to me because I was taking his picture with Julia, mm-hmm. and it was a it was an old I think a, a Nokia flip phone, mm-hmm. and I wasn't good at taking pictures, and. Uh, <laughs> buying time and i said what did you have for dinner mr president just trying to pad mm-hmm. i had the lamb chops they were great <laughs> <laughs> so i but it's just lamb is to me lamb is like something from the 40s no one eats it anymore well Michael o'mera did he said it made him feel not so good yeah <laughs> i might have been the sangria too who no. knows oh yes of course sangria and lamb did you go, go out with me, i'll like, tell the world what you did peach Together, like peas and carrots. Yes. So this survey comes out. Uh, it's whose fault is it if your phone wakes you up during the night? Is it your fault for leaving your phone on, or is it the fault of the person who calls you? Oh, damn it! Um, it's a pretty valid question, I, I think, because no, I, I, I silence my okay, phone. Let's at pretend night.
1: like we're not running a business and we're supposed to get calls at any time, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I feel like if my wife's phone goes off. Like and it's not important because it's a TMZ pop-up or something like that. Yeah, that, that's her fault. Yeah, if that happens to me, which it does all the time, that's my fault. Okay. Um, Do you silence your phone when you no, put your head on the pillow? Because I always feel like I'm going to miss a call that's important. And Or like something happens at uh, work or security calls because they need a code or something happen like whatever That's it is. That's
3: true. You are the linchpin of many I, different I solutions. Do, yeah. Well, I
1: also live clo- closest, so the, who's going to run to the office? It's me to, to close the door, right? That's true. Well, and, uh, and Pony doesn't like to drive at night. No, no. We, enough about Pony. You're I right. right. I'm saying that... I don't see how you could pretend that it, that it would be the other person's fault regardless.
3: This is weird. 50% of people say it's your own fault, but 36% say it's the other person's fault. Nah. Eh, no. I don't know. Those people but are it, selfish. I silence my phone, but I do have it, you know, it's inches from my head. It's on my nightstand. Mm-hmm. I have the charger for it there and everything. And I've gotten a... Mm-hmm and that's what brings it back that shouldn't wake me up but i've gotten so i hate that sound so much that it does wake uh, me up even on ambient yeah well, not on
1: ambient okay. no especially not with ambient and, and booze my friend schmosker mantana uh, uh yes. said hey uh, he wishes his his, his friend uh Arjo Spiewak uh, would uh would maybe mail him some uh you know uh, ambient pills yeah that's yes, a great yes. idea
3: selling a prescription medication through the mail i think that's legal right i mean i told him look you that
1: you ask him in trouble i'm going to put it in a- tic-tac container. So When think you send a red check.
3: <laughs> yeah, who knows? You know what? Maybe there'll be a little something extra in your envelope this week. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> right. I wouldn't know that because it's not me. Yeah, I, I always have to blame the other person. I think it's the other person's fault. Don't call out of the time window,
1: especially in a What's day. What's your time window? I call you all the time. Am I disturbing you on a regular basis? No, no, I'm saying like between 10 and 6, 10 p.m. and 6 a.m. Okay, but, you would never call but me the, then. But, but, but I have, and then if I call twice, it's yeah. going to break through, right? That's what happens, even if you yeah. have it on Do Not Disturb. Well, I don't put it on Do Not Disturb. I just I silence it. I, put, uh, I turn oh, the ringer so there's off. There's no breaking through to Rob. No, but I'm saying, I hear I, that I, noise. I call and I get your, I'll call your home phone. I'll find you. You could do that. Yeah, find
3: it. that's right. <laughs> you have a certain set of on the skills. pills. I don't know
1: why that rolled off my
3: tongue. Yeah, I won't mail them. <laughs> Brent check. All right. Uh, <laughs> This is funny. You're sleepy at home. I'm so tired. We'll talk about that when we come back. It's the Mike O'Mara
0: Show.
6: Reach. It's time for Regis. God, I miss you all. Remember that time I was in Times Square? I was walking over to do Millionaire, and I stopped to buy a hot dog from a street vendor. <laughs> hot dog cart, you know? He asked me how I wanted it. Regis said, drag hey, it yes, through the garden. I Onions know. and uh, sauerkraut and lots of mustard. So, I take a bite, and just then, Harvey Firesteam <laughs> yells to me from <laughs> a cab. He screams, hey, Regis, you know, with his voice, and, that 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 thing he does, and I get this huge blotch of <laughs> golden's mustard Right in my tie Boy, that golden's is good Yellow mustard Mayor Koch used to love it on a sandwich. Sometimes Ed Koch and I would get sandwiches and talk about the old days. Wow. And remember when Jack Parr got fired? What a nice guy. But a hothead. He had a temper like Zero Mostel. Oh boy, what a blowhard. I saw Fiddler on Broadway 16 times, but I never stayed to the end. No spoilers, please. I'll watch it someday, or maybe I'll buy the DVD from the TMOA Shopping Center. That's it. Regis loves to click the banner ad at MichaelBarryShow.com. Targeted Walmart. They have it So much mustard. Gelman, bring me a towel.
3: You know, I was on the uh, shopping center site. They got everything. 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 But that's not why we brought you here, Oscar. If you wanted to check out something that was on your doorstep right now, you're at work. Mm -hmm. You're not at home. Yes. But if you wanted to check out your front door right now, you could. Ring doorbell, baby. Exactly. Mm. It's like having someone home all the time. And the beauty of it is, the people that ring the ring doorbell and you talk to them they probably think you're at home you could be anywhere you give the impression that you're home and it's important we got to keep an eye on our house More than usual these days because we're getting more deliveries all the
1: time. They're the scourge. Old Johnny Depp rolling up on you.
3: Not good. Luckily with Ring, you can keep your home safe no matter where you are. Ring is on a mission to make your neighborhood safer. From video doorbells to security cameras to smart security lighting and alarm systems, Ring has everything you need to make sure your family and belongings are safe and secure anytime, anywhere. Someone like Mike, has it in Maine and he can keep track yeah. of. I mean, he's on the road this yeah. week. How can he keep track of it? He can keep great. track of I everything like it because it's peace of mind. That's what it is. Peace of mind. That's right. Can't put a price on it. Get a special offer on the Ring Welcome Kit when you go to ring.com slash TMOS. The Welcome Kit has the Ring Video Doorbell 3 and Chime Pro. It's all you need to start building custom security for your home today. Just go to ring.com slash TMOS. That's ring.com slash TMOS. And who knows, maybe your video will go viral. Yes.
1: Always a chance. I wonder how many kids get locked out of their house, at least pre-COVID, yeah. Because uh, now they're all locked in their house. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> I wonder how many kids if locked in a, their house. If I was a kid and yeah. I would get locked out all the time, we had a hide a key, but it really looked like a rock, so you'd never find the rock. It was a disaster. <laughs> I uh, thought it actually was a rock. <laughs> so I'd, I would have to go to uh, Mr. Ganini's house, which was down the street. Hey, uh,
3: Oscar, you're locking yourself out yeah, again? And That's and like, so sad. I, so I'd
1: have to call my mom at work and say, which rock is it? Like, Was it the yeah. one with the spots and dots? And she'd get all mad and hang up on me and I'd finally sure. find... But that little that door, like that would be great. That would be oh, fantastic. So perfect. Like, well, you're not a latchkey kid anymore. You're a ring doorbell kid. So
3: did you have the key that you forgot? The key that I always forgot was like on a uh, for a while was on a shoestring necklace. So I'd wear it around my neck. Did you do that? Did you do that? Um,
1: I did. I did that for a while, and then everybody would ask about the key, so then I then I would put it in my shorts, and when you're a kid and you got those little kid shorts, they don't hold anything. Well, I mean, so I'm, hoping a, I, mean I'm hoping lose you that, mean the pocket. Not yeah, the, like, no, no, no the, the pocket, yeah. Yeah, not but, like actually in the yeah, shorts. Yeah, but there, there, was, um, there was a good run of, I would say, five years, right. where- the pockets they, or at least when I when I was little, I was like, this is just big enough for the key and maybe like a cookie, right? Yeah. So I'd walk around the neighborhood with cookie, and I always felt that. And then I thought I had the key, but every time I'd get back home, no key. I must walked lost, around like, the
3: neighborhood like, with a cookie.
1: When you're a kid, you don't know it's gonna make crumbs. In so I many know. times, a mom would just I be yelling mean. upstairs. She's like, "What did you do?" I was like, "I took a cookie for the road." <laughs> Yeah.
3: Road, a road cookie yeah. yeah it's like a travel and cup. my mom
1: would never buy Chips Ahoy she'd buy like the designer imposter Chips Ahoy oh wasn't it El chocolate III: no it was whatever Giant had that was not Chips Ahoy Giant, Giant. and it, the Giant it, they were brand. the worst yeah not so good that and we huh? select never what they never what they should be
3: well, Safeway Select was a an effort to sort of rebrand and elevate the store brand. Before Safeway Select, there were things like uh, Cragmont soda, which was <laughs> not okay. And if you go back far enough, there was a Safeway brand beer called Brown Derby. Oh, no, I don't that, want that. That, that sounds predates terrible. that predates me. I That's heard like it what was happens horrible. after you drink Brown <laughs> Derby. Now you see. Now you ruined it. Mm, I ruined anyway, it. Anyway, I have a question. You are doing. I want to give. we Probably a third of the way through our third day. third of the way. The, it's been like 20 hours. Because we've got the bonus show to do today, which is exciting. But you're doing oh God, great considering Considering, you didn't get a lot of sleep last night. I got night. zero
1: sleep. Zero. I'm
3: on no sleep, Jerry.
1: <laughs> I got zero sleep. Uh, and it's, it's my fault. There's a project that we've started. Uh, you'll hear about it later. Mm-hmm. And um, I wanted to set the team up for success, as they say.
3: Yeah, and you're good uh, at it. You're and good I at
1: pounded it. three um, Diet Mountain Dews during Big O and Dukes, so I was up. Yeah. And instead of going home and seeing my wife, uh, I went straight to the other office and just right. like, said, all right, I'll start working here. Then next thing you know, it's like 3 a.m., and then I was watching the uh, the Lincoln Project's feed of uh, the, the, the uh, what is the RNC's, the final. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, wait wait, wait to scare us, way to scare us. Like, it just...
3: Well, I was scared that I can't, wait that see, I can't wait see the sc-
1: fact checks on that. Jeez. I
3: was uh, I was scared that
1: he wasn't going to ever stop talking. The Lincoln Project's uh, presentation was a ten. Uh, the Always. speech was garbage in my eyes. Yeah. But mo- yeah. that the politics aside, moving on, yeah. um, Maddie, if you doubt he's sleepy, roll back that sentence he just said. It's, yes. like, not even,
3: it's like not even talking with Oscar. <laughs> yes, um,
1: and I, I just I think, the next thing you know, it's like meh. 3 a.m. And I was like, ah, maybe three hours more of work. Let's just get through that. You see, this is where you made, and this is a mistake that is often made by college students. When
3: you get to a certain point in the night and you say, you know what? At this point, might as well just stay up all night. I
1: said, why as well just finish, finish the heavy lifting? Because if I leave now in the middle of this process, I know that... I'm the only one that knows how far we've gone. And then you know who was being deployed there? Pony was. Now, we're not talking about him anymore. uh, That's true. That's true. Him and my wife were going there next, and I was like, oh, no. Not that they do a bad job, but I knew exactly what I had done.
3: You had a plan in mind that you needed to finish what you start. But still- Always, there's a point, there's like a ch- a chip or a switch that flips in your brain sometime around 3 a.m. when you decide that it's going to be okay, maybe even beneficial to stay up the whole night,
1: and it never is. I, I saw a Red Bull uh, in the corner of the room, and I said, you know, if I drink that, I'll get another three hours. So um, <laughs> I that was wrong, and it's always fun when So I've met, I would say half of the of of the team members on the security team in that building. This actually okay. has a roving security guard. Yeah. And this gentleman rolled up on me. Uh and I had taken my shoes off because at this point I got dress shoes on, so like I got my dress socks on and and um and, and I I'm, and I'm walking around like I'm um John McClain in Nakatomi Towers. Right. Because it's late, nobody's in the building. It's and just you, me. And you got no shoes on. I got no shoes. <laughs> I got my dress pants, yeah. I got my undershirt, and I'm I'm pulling cable. And the guy turned the corner, and I swear it looked like he saw an intruder. And well, I he's said, not
3: expecting you. He's at not all.
1: expecting me. And I'm and I'm. I, but he should have heard the music. I was like playing George Michael. I was playing uh, all these '80s hits. I was like whatever. Oh, so election. he was expecting to see a woman, probably <laughs> listening to soft rock. <laughs> yeah, of course. So uh, I said, uh, so he, man. Uh, man <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he turned the he, he I turned the corner and I see him and he startled me because I was like I work here yeah I'm sure you startled each other <laughs> hands up yeah and I was like I'm sorry because I didn't have a mask on because nobody was there of course I was like you I'm sorry I don't have a mask and just um we're we have a broadcast tomorrow I'm just and, and he just looked at me. Nodded, walked away, and probably was like, I'm never going on that floor again late night. Weird stuff goes on. You know what you should have done, Oscar, is give him the cookie out of your pocket. (laughs) I was so hungry. I bet. You know what they do during pandemics, the vending machines? They
3: don't fill them. Yeah, yeah. You know what? You should have called Pony to bring that other sandwich in. I bought
1: milk duds that were literally six months old.
3: You know what? Even fresh, not a good choice. <laughs> I mean, dud is part of their name. Nuts. Not okay. No nuts in Milk nuts. Mm. All right, we're going to take it We're going to do the final audio vault of the Woo. week. And Oscar is going to bottle up some of that incredible energy. Finish line. And share it with all of us. We're back after this.
0: Okay. Uh, Okay, okay, listen up. O'Reilly here, and you're there, and you want to get in touch with TMOs. You don't know how. You're out of touch, right? Lazy, uninformed, not good people. Well, who's looking out for you? I am. I'm here at The Factor, and we can hook you up. You can always email the show at rob at mikeomarishow.com. That's Rob, two Bs, big head, not a good guy. Or P.O. Box 32101, Washington, D.C., 2007. Mail something like a letter or a parcel or a citizenship inquiry for Oscar. He's not from around here. We keep an eye on that one. Yeah, And be sure to keep an eye out for my new book, Killing Mike O'Mara. Yeah, the plot involves $1 margaritas and a kid named Pony. He's very thin, nervous guy. The Mike O'Mara Show, always available and always looking out for you. This is Bill O'Reilly, and I hate everything. You want to talk about a weird
3: coincidence? Weird. An email came in during that promo... O'Reilly wanted
1: to come back on the show to hawk his new book. That's oh, wow. weird. You know, it's also weird? weird. What's that? You and Maddie are gonna do the audio vault because I have to put out a fire in the other room. Go do it.
3: I love catering to Maddie. And Maddie, let's talk about the bonus show. Because I know that's your favorite part of the week, isn't it? It is, yeah. The bonus show is so cool because it is an extra hour of TMOS content that is uncensored, unfiltered, commercial-free, and it can be yours for just pennies a day. And if you subscribe, you get every bonus show we've ever done, which is crazy. Mm -hmm. I've got so much good stuff planned for the bonus show. Do you want a sneak peek? Because we're
1: recording it today. Wait, can I just add something real quick? Yes. (laughs) Ciao, ciao. Oh, oh, so you're done done. I mean, it's five minutes. I got I to gotta go. This is going to take longer than five minutes. All I'll right, see you well, at the bonus show. Uh, hey, I'll see you there. Ciao, ciao. Uh, <laughs> ciao, ciao. <laughs> bye-bye.
3: <laughs> uh, I've got a great... I wa- you are a foodie. Absolutely, yes. So I've got a food quiz for you guys. Oh, I, I can't I wait. want to see it, put you up against Oscar. So there will be competition. I have a couple great stories that All I right. want to tell. And also, music, music, music. If you like tunes, i got a great musical set. See, that's the thing about the bonus show. There are no restrictions on time or format, so we can do anything we want. All right,
2: what kind of music, though, Rob? Is it the Beatles?
3: There are no Beatles songs in this uh, okay. survey. Okay. What it is, actually, it is a historical survey that covers... 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and today. And Everyone today. Everyone loves even the boss. So anyway, what you want to do is subscribe to the bonus show. It's real easy to do. Just click the banner at mikeomarishow.com and a subscription just might cure your pink eye. It's nice. your passport to the Asport. Tune in now. And now back to a special R-rated version of the 2020 Republican National Convention mm. already in mm-hmm. progress. Mm-hmm. I think Bush, I think that uh, that Trump is just finishing up, as a matter of fact. Oh my God. He spoke for 71 minutes last week. I- I fell asleep. Yeah, I did. I fell asleep, woke up. You're still talking. I'm back, great baby. Fire. I'm back. That's Fossil, awesome. Fossil. Great, great. So you have to resend your chow-chow, then. I'll take back
1: the round round.
3: Perfect. And so <laughs> let's open up the audio vault for today, which is August 28th, 2020. This is... Uh, I I don't like to play these when Mike isn't here, but I, also, I don't want to save this because i want it to be fresh it's a new quarantine it's just that mike's not here mike to blow hates it up. Oh, no. that's that's why Do i you love, love them. them no i, I thought love li- s- i thought the last one we blew up had some promise i love to see mike hate a quarantine that's mm. what i love anyway this is uh this is a little john cougar action for you it's called trump and biden little ditty
0: about trump and biden two old dudes
1: who want to be president that's that terrible. I don't know. I, I I like it when people do parody songs, but maybe maybe you guys are burned on them. No, I think what it is is that there's the They're hack hacky. factor. There are the, the hack are factor hacky. is very very
3: high. So let's focus on something that we can all agree on. The moment, oh, the I one go. moment. Chow Chow. All right, Bob. He loves doing exits and entrances.
2: It keeps things <laughs> exciting.
3: It does. I, at least it doesn't interrupt the flow of the show. <laughs> that's what I like about it. Uh, Mitch McConnell had, I think, the most important statement last night during the RNC. A lot of things were said, a lot of scary things were said, but this really jumped out at me.
0: Today's Democrat Party doesn't want to improve life for middle America. They want to tell you what kind of car you can drive and even how many hamburgers you can eat.
3: How many hamburgers you can eat.
2: (laughs) That's exactly what we want.
3: Well, the thing is, is that I believe that 2020 has just become the year of the hamburger election.
2: Yes, I would agree with that. So that's the one thing.
3: the I added 30 minutes to everything and everything spilled over last night. That was a long evening. I am so glad the convention is over so I, I can get back to bed at a normal time because I, I don't want to miss anything. Um, this is, this is horrifying. A very popular TikTok video, a former McDonald's employee revealing secrets about working at McDonald's. Oh no. Now I read today, I jotted this down, McDonald's feeds 68 million people every day That is just about one percent of the world's population. That's so one percent of the population goes to McDonald's, but they probably don't know these. Mike used to always complain that the ice cream machine was broken Mm -hmm. because when he was doing two shows, we was doing the morning show and the podcast, he would stop and get an ice cream cone and eat it in an elementary school parking lot to make sure he didn't fall asleep on the ride. It's It's a long story. No, it's very and (laughs) also very detail specific for me for some reason I don't know why, but anyway. Keep this in mind from a McDonald's former employee.
2: Here are some secrets I know from working at McDonald's. First one, the ice cream machine is actually rarely broken, at least at my location. We just didn't want to change those heavy bags of shake mix. Asking for fries, no salt is just annoying. Just say you want the fries dropped fresh. Nine times out of ten, the fries are already dropped fresh. We're actually not allowed to take tips, just in case you wanted to tip us. But I still took them, No, The sweet tea was made in a mop bucket.
3: The sweet tea was made in a mop You're bucket. lying. I, I oh don't know if she's God. lying or not. But remember, and I would love the next time if they say the ice cream machine is broken, wouldn't it be great to just say, is it broken or are you lazy?
2: Just pull up that video.
3: Yeah. Are you... They say? Or are you broken? And I'll take one mug yes. bucket of sweet
2: tea, please. That is so nasty, but I wouldn't expect anything else from it No, and,
3: I, and I'm not a sweet tea guy anyway. Oh, well, like, then I, you're fine. That is. Um. So I remember when um, Julia had an iPod, this pre-phone stuff. Yes. She would take her earbuds and put them in her nostrils and open her mouth <laughs> And oh, her the head, sound would come
2: out, right? It would cannot come out. Come yeah, out. Yeah. It was like
3: a natural, a natural <laughs> amplification system, which is what I thought of when I saw this gentleman who put an earbud mic in his mouth, shut his mouth, and then drummed on his head. Hear me out. That's
2: pretty great. Oh my god, how do you not swallow and choke on that? That's crazy. I don't know.
3: I don't know. Good for I, him. But I I bet he loves sweet tea. Ugh. Uh, Good world record broken this week, and this is one that I'm looking into. The world's tallest mohawk. How tall would you think is the world's tallest mohawk?
2: I'm going to say two feet.
3: You are way off. 42 and a half inches. I feel like a champion to hold the Guinness World Record title for the tallest full mohawk. It takes about an hour if I have my hairdresser there and uh, a crew of people to help
4: me. I love his hair long.
2: I love his hair up in a full Mohican mohawk. Very sexy.
3: I bet his wife is responsible for the ice cream machine at McDonald's.
2: Oh, no. And I bet they would have kids who have those little mohawks and they think that they look cute, but they don't.
3: I hate a kid in a it's mohawk.
2: So, no, stop I doing really, that. everyone.
3: Uh, there was a, a legendary story of my family growing up that there were five boys in my family uh, before, uh, before my grandfather and grandmother ever had my mom. So there was a lot of boys running around. So when they did haircuts, my grandfather would just line them up in the backyard with a set of clippers and buzz them <laughs> and send them on their way like an assembly line. Yeah. A neighborhood kid that nobody knew came up and said, what are you doing? He said, we're doing haircuts. He says, will you give me a mohawk? My grandfather said, "Yep." Oh, and gave no. him a mohawk
2: and sent him home. Just ran away. <laughs> Never heard from him again. That's awesome. <laughs> so,
3: as a so, uh, if you have a mohawk, remember the new record got to be 43 inches. Mm. A 43 inch mohawk. That's what we're doing. And let's close with this. Uh, I like this. This is uh, if Kellyanne Conway was on Jeopardy. This is.
0: Let me take you down because I'm going to...
5: The nurse who finished a 12-hour COVID shift.
0: Sorry, that (laughs) is incorrect.
5: The teacher who took extra time to help students adjust. Incorrect. The small business owner striving to reopen. No. The single mom with two kids, two jobs, two commutes.
0: No.
2: A strawberry fields forever. That's right.
0: Don't miss Kellyanne Conway on the next Jeopardy.
3: And remember, Kellyanne Conway staying at home because she wants more time to scare her kids. Right, of that's course. What, that, that's her plan. So that's your Magic Audio Vault. Have a good weekend, everybody. There'll be a bonus show today, so stick around for that. That's it's it, folks. Thanks for joining us for another perfect episode of TMOS. Don't forget, you can always reach us. Messages for the weekly mailbag, and if you want to be a talking head, thank you so much for Mike Oppenheimer for being a great talking head today. Love talking to him. Just reach me, Rob, with two Bs. That's R-O-B-B, at mikeomarishow.com. Our mailing address is TMOS, Post Office Box three two one zero one Washington, D.C., 2007. Please send us things. And don't forget to spend some time at michaelmarashow.com That's where you can find the shopping center and the pay patron society so don't ignore it thank you for listening and join us again tomorrow for the best part of your day the mike o'mara show for mike o'mara oscar santana my co-host maddie masiello and uh pony boy who we're not talking about anymore this (laughs) is a rob spiwack saying so long everybody
2: chow chow again do you mean it yes no no take backs so sincerely thank you
0: Before you go, please make a mental note. Today's show was made possible by the TMOS Bonus Packages. You can secure yours right now by going to MikeOmerasShow.com and clicking on the red bonus banner. Buy it or give it. Either way, you're helping out TMOS, and that's a good thing. Thank you, and go in peace. Streaming...
6: Thank God, it's Friday!
0: Mike O'Mara, Radio Entertainment.